You are listening to the Age Group Multisport Podcast, Next Gen. Welcome along to Amp Next Gen, and this all came about after Mrs C had a, a an idea and what a suggestion was to get some multi-sporters who were looking to qualify to represent their country uh, and follow them for a season. We then put a call out on the social media and on our own podcast and asked for athletes who were interested in letting us follow them uh, to qualify come forward and we had a great response and we've got three different athletes that have um, agreed to do this and we're going to introduce them today we'll have a chat to them see where they've come from and find out what their ambitions are and how they're going to get there Um, and with two of the guys we've already got a bit of uh, audio footage from um, last week and this week so that'll be tagged on the end so the three multi-sport athletes that have got in touch are Rosalind Davis-Jones Aaron Dawson and Will Cunningham and they're all looking at doing different disciplines Ros is looking to do an aqua bike Aaron is looking to do a sprint duathlon and Will is looking to do a half distance um, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Um, won't go into too much details because that's what the chat's all about and that'll fill you in um, with backgrounds, etc, etc. Aaron had already qualified. We found out halfway through this process um, to represent uh, this year in duathlon in Bilbao. We'd um, tried to qualify in earnest last year but with the pandemic and everything upside down, wasn't sure whether he would actually... Um, get a roll down place but he has done but we decided that well we could actually follow his progress um, into his first age group race and also trying to qualify for next year so we've uh, we've kept that going so without further ado I hope you enjoy these um, introductions to the next gen athletes and uh, we'll see you on the other side hi hiya are you all right well thanks you I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for um, agreeing to do this. Well, thanks for having me. Whereabouts are you in the world? Uh, I'm uh, in Leicestershire, just outside Loughborough, in a little village right. called Barrow upon Saw. Right. Some some big big triathlete names in this village. I've uh, yeah. seen Tim Don about and um, right. got quite excited. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to just tell us a little bit about your background, I've got your email, so I've got some idea, but um, we can put this in the podcast so the listeners can can hear what you're all about really yeah sure so um I'm 25 and I did my first triathlon when I was 15 um so I guess that makes me a triathlete for 10 years which sounds a little bit crazy because I don't feel like I've done that many triathlons <laughs> really um and yeah I, I would come from a, a sporty active family um my parents and my brother are very kind of into like cricket tennis gymnastic kind of those kind of sports. Um, I've always had awful hand-eye coordination. So I, I enjoyed running and swimming. And I, I joined a swimming club when I was, uh, I think it was about eight or nine, uh, Retford Swimming Club and and absolutely loved it. Um, trained at county level. Um, I was in the county squad when Rebecca Adlington was kind of in her prime, which was amazing because she was part of Nova as well. Um, and then it the, the, the training volume really got, too much when I was about 13 I was I was training eight times a week um and then I was asked to step up to 10 times a week yeah. and I just decided that it would be it was just too much I wanted to carry on with running with you group with music with all sorts of other things and I, I also realized I'm I'm five foot three I'm quite petite um my shoulders are not broad and I never realized you know I'm never going to be an Olympian um so I I thought well I'll, I'll just train kind of twice a week with the club and then um started running a little bit from then and then when I was 15 my, my grandpa 
saw a local triathlon, sprint triathlon, um, advertised in, in his local gym, it was a pool swim, um, and said, why don't you give it a go? So I thought, yeah, why not? And, uh, and I was as <laughs> the novice of all novices. <laughs> I was on a, a mountain bike, I'd got a, um, like, bright pink luminous pink shorts that I put on over my swimming costume t-shirt and a cagoule um which kind of flapped about and stuff but I had a blast I absolutely loved it um and and immediately one of the things that I loved was that you know I was going really slowly on this little mountain bike and all the, the, these guys that would come flying past on their super expensive bikes um but they were so encouraging they were like yeah go on keep going you're doing really well and uh, and I just loved that. I loved how kind of I think in comparison to the competitive swimming atmosphere that I'd often known, um, it was so encouraging, so welcoming, um, and yeah, I was hooked. So entered kind of several more triathlons, always sprint triathlons and always pool based triathlons actually um, over the next few years, um, but never joined a tri club. Um, I just kind of did cycling and running on my own. And then uh, when I was 19, I went to uni and joined the tri club there. So that's kind of when I started training kind of properly per se in all three disciplines. And how Um, was that at university then? It was brilliant. I loved it. Um, I mean, there were some great, it was at Durham University and there's some fantastic athletes there who in the year, a couple of years above me were age groupers. Mm. Um, Is that how you found out about age group then? Yeah, that's the first time that I'd really kind of considered it. Um, not not considered it for me at that point. I definitely wasn't good enough. Um, but I remember one of, one of my friends saying, oh, it's not that hard to get into age group. And I was like, that's all right for you to say. <laughs> um, I was like, very much is. It feels like a huge challenge. And it still does. Um, but yeah, it was just, I learned so much about training, about nutrition, about kind of how to manage everything about recovery and and all sorts of different things that um I think particularly like managing training load swimming was so much about volume and you kind of could do a lot of volume Mm. um whereas you know something like running you can't you can't train to the same extent you know hours and hours and hours and hours each week um without kind of coming across injury which I did I got injured for the first time (laughs) for several several times um but yeah, and, and just kind of developed, progressed over uni. Um, and then in, in final year, I was captain of the performance squad, which was great fun. And uh, I, my final year was uh, start at the, the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. So it was kind of half a year, really, because obviously COVID, <laughs> COVID cut yeah, it yeah. short. Um, but those six months were awesome. And, and training kind of just absorbed everything, you know, I, I, I would structure my day around training rather than my degree but I just loved it got such a great group of friends that obviously we're spending so much time together so yeah absolutely loved it and then uh, and then lockdown hit and all that stopped um and and I haven't really started back training back in the pool properly I've only kind of the last few weeks got back in the pool and done a bit by myself but um I guess I kind of lost that motivation after kind of training so intensely, so hard. I was, I was in, I was in really good shape considering in my yeah. swimming and my running particularly, I was really pleased with where I was. And then uh, to kind of, it, it stopped, pools were closed and then I got injured from running. So um, I effectively became a cyclist over lockdown. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and my husband's a keen cyclist. So he's, um, he's been dragging me out, out on the bikes for the last couple of years and riding with someone faster again I've improved so much just just from that so um I guess yeah kind of thanks to lockdown I I never considered myself even kind of capable of going for age group or anything like that because my cycling was almost always my weakest Mm. um and then it's only kind of due to lockdown and due to to doing a lot more cycling kind of by default that my cycling is now in a a strong enough position that actually I'm considering (laughs) age group level Thanks, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Every cloud's online and all that. Every cloud, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds really good. I mean, you're swimming, obviously, that'll speak for itself. Having um, a background in swimming, it's, it's going to be a no-brainer, isn't it? It's probably the least you've got to work on, I guess, because once you get back in there, you've got, you've, well, you've got the technical ability above everybody else that's, that's there or above the majority, I guess. 
yeah, and then obviously your Vikings come on through COVID and uh, hopefully stay injury free and your running will be, be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of recovering from plantar fasciitis at the moment. So right. my running at the moment, I'm taking my running a little bit easily, just gradually, yeah. but um, we're gradually getting there. Yeah, the swimming, you know, the technique is there, which is great. That's a one benefit of of coming from a swimming background, and uh, it's just just hard work or get the speed yeah. back up. That's it. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's just putting the uh, putting the time in, isn't it? And then it will come back. And so, yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. Um, yeah, you sound pretty set up actually with all the knowledge you've gained from university. Um, working with those guys and and the hard work you've put in already you've already got that base the base there and the knowledge is there so so how do you how do you see this progressing then and what's the what's the aim what's the goal what you're trying to qualify for well the event I've entered um there wasn't the option actually when I entered to click you know with intent to qualify for Right. age group or whatever so I, I still need to inquire about that northern festival of sport it's the uh, it's the aqua bike that i've yeah. entered um yeah. mainly because um of just being unsure of you know plantar fasciitis with my running is it's a, a tricky injury so i yes. thought well i'll, I'll do something I, i'd never heard of an aqua bike before actually until i went on the website and then got really yeah, excited yeah. i was like great that's you know that's something yeah. that i could i could aim for um that kind of takes out that worry of of uh, a running injury so yeah, swim bike. Obviously, I've never done one before, um, but in my mind, it's just a triathlon with the run chopped off. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to enter some more triathlons just to kind of get a, get a bit more, get back into racing. Really, I mean, I I haven't because of COVID and then and then an injury and because um, of my degree, I spent a year living abroad. Right. I haven't actually raced an actual triathlon for for three and a half years, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've done a couple of duathlons and then I've done some running races. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, it'd be good to just just do some races kind of beforehand. So I feel um, a bit like a, <laughs> I'm, I'm swimming in the deep end. Not really know what I'm. You know, it's like the idea of, of voicing the fact that I'm yeah. I would like to qualify yeah. is quite scary. So I genu- I genuinely don't know whether it's going to be possible. I don't genuinely don't know whether I'm going to be able to do it. But I like the idea of the challenge. It, at the moment really it's something to aim for it's a goal it's a focus yeah. i'm not i'm not part of a club um right. so that that is something that i know would help mm. um but just fitting it around work and and life and, and i found it, there's a couple of cycling groups locally that are great um but they meet and i've got some good friendships there and really enjoy training with them but they meet at the same time as some of the tri clubs so mm-hmm. i don't I don't really want to give that up in order to train that. So I'm not exactly sure about that, but at the moment I'm, I'm basically kind of just doing it myself. I haven't got a coach or anything like that. So um, we'll see. It might be possible. It might not be possible. But So have you got a, have you got a plan in mind? Are you following a plan at the moment? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know I, I need to kind of put a structured, structured plan together. I've got some, um, some long distance cycles with, with some friends, um, 100 200 milers and, and a coast to coast kind of um set for the next few months as well so i'm definitely going to be needing to spend a lot of time on the bike and then within that um you know doing some efforts doing some the, the group of guys that i ride with were all you know they're, they're faster than me they're stronger than me so they just kind of pull me around and encourage me to really try hard so i am still improving with my bike from that um yeah. And then uh, I'm hoping that when I kind of get a little bit more comfortable in the water, I can use some of my old training sessions um, if I don't join a club and, and uh, do a coach session. But yeah, <laughs> as I said, like, I only I literally only entered the, the race a week or two ago. So it's um, it's very new and I haven't kind of got my head around everything and, and kind of. Well, that's good. It's nice. Nice for this because it's fresh um, and it's yeah. in May. <laughs> it's in May. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, and 22nd of May. 22nd of May, yeah. So we've got a few few months to get sorted. The the thing that I'm probably most nervous about is is just trying to trying to fit it in with with life, with working. It's so I think that's (laughs) that's a great a great start. That sounds great. I'm I'm genuinely entering this as a it's it would be really great to qualify. I genuinely have no idea whether I'm actually going to be able to qualify. I don't know, kind of, I haven't even looked at the standard or whatever. I know obviously Aquabike is a very recent introduction. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know where, 
what times I need to be at from a bike or a swim point of view. So um, I just want to enjoy it. I, I like doing things that are a little bit different, something new and uh, and challenges just for the sake of it. So yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to, to qualify, well, but I'm happy to give it a go. Yeah, well, it'll be what it'll be. And I'm yeah. sure you'll do your best and you'll, like you say, just have fun have fun with the training and, and have fun doing it. So, cause that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Everything yeah. else is a bonus, isn't it? So it is. lovely to meet you. And um, I look forward to the next installment. Brilliant. It's been cool. lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much. No worries. And uh, hopefully we'll speak soon. Yeah. Speak to you soon. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Have a good week. Bye-bye. So this week started off really well. Um, great to feel like I have a focus and something to kind of aim towards. I registered with intent to qualify for the World Championship race in Spain for next year. Um, so that's done, uh, which is great. And I signed up to one month free trial of Athletica AI uh, on your suggestion, which is I'm looking forward to Um watch some YouTube videos to see what it's all about. Um, and it's a great thing to have the one month free trial just to see whether whether it'll work for me uh, I hadn't got all of the metrics I needed so I did a CSS in the pool on Tuesday um, and I need to to get some VT2 stats for the the bike metrics and all that kind of thing uh, but then we can get going so hopefully in the next couple of days um, I'll get at least sort of three and a half weeks um, and yeah see whether whether that's a great thing for me whether it'll work obviously not having a coach whether that'll just help uh, give a bit of structure to my training i've been trying to make uh, sleep a priority um i love morning training but often don't get to bed early enough to feel up and at it and refreshing and to have enough sleep um so i've been trying to get uh, go to bed early so that i can i can do the morning training um before work uh, as you might be able to tell, I've got a little bit of a cold um, started yesterday, so I've just kind of stopped, didn't do anything yesterday and I, I won't do anything today. Hopefully it'll shift in a day or two. Um, but I've got a 100 mile ride with some friends this weekend, um, so kind of would be taking these few days easy anyway. Um been doing lots of kind of food prep making flapjacks and, and things like that I've only ridden 100 miles once before um and I'm a little bit nervous uh, but it's a good challenge and uh, it'll be good to just get plenty of miles in the legs on the bike I also did a strength session earlier this week um which is something that I don't particularly enjoy so have not really made it a priority in my training but I know it's really important so um I'll try and get that in twice a week, but I'll definitely do it, you know, at least once a week. I know that that would be really positive. Um, I've also looked at some races to do uh, in between now and the qualifying race in May, um, whether that's an aqua bike or whether it's a triathlon, um, not sure. But I can also uh, do uh, make my own aqua bike kind of race simulation um, at the the open water place near us. So yeah, I've been uh, been looking at, at things to do there. So over the next couple of days, I'll enter at least one, if not more than one, um, race to yeah, see, <laughs> so I can get some practice in some race practice because it's been quite a while. Hi, Aaron. Hello. You all right? Yeah, you. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Your story. Um, you're age thirty-five, yeah. and you're. Yeah. Rugby player. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you did growing up, was it? Yeah, I was pretty much into everything, every sport going football, cricket during the summer, rugby, even hockey. And um, we were quite fortunate there was a place in Brig that did um, hockey for both male and female. So I went and tried that out. Um, and I went to university uh, in Northampton and I kind of pushed the rugby thing. Uh, it was, rugby was like 90% of one of the reasons why I went there because it was a bit close. I wanted to try and get as good as I could, to be honest with you. Um, and then ended up just getting injured. So I came home. Yeah, well, I was there. I went to university there for three years and then I got a job working for the sports development um, in their council. And it, it just fell wrong. When the recession hit, I was 
the work like they were saying, like you were the last one in, so you're the first one out, and they just yeah. couldn't keep me on. So I ended up coming back up north after six months of leaving university. You got injured, and then you got into cycling, I believe. Tell us a little bit about that. It, it was kind of around the time when when Bradley Wiggins was he he just missed out on the tour. I think it was 2011. And it, it was being publicised, and obviously the, the Olympics as well in 2012 when they were saying how good a cycling team we had, and then he won the tour. And I just, just something just clicked. I thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a bike, and I'm just gonna give it a go. Like I broke, I um, tore loads of ligaments in my knee. That's why I gave up, and I didn't really want anything which was gonna cause it any harm. So like cycling is very low impact. And I thought if I could build the muscles up around my leg, my knees would get better. And I just bought a bike at the end of the day and just got on and started to really enjoy it. Joined the local um, cycling club. Ended up going all over Lake District, Mallorca. We we tried to complete, uh, I think it's the 100 best climbs in the UK in two years. And we knocked off loads, to be honest with you. We just went away. I just loved it. It was yeah. just, I bought my bike and then obviously you get chatting and I bought a better bike and then I bought better kit and things like that. And yeah, it was, that was, that was the reason I got into like long distance endurance sport. And then my missus is a marathon runner. Honestly, she's, she's mental. She's doing, <laughs> we'll do a Manchester marathon in a few weeks and that'll be her 35th marathon. That's impressive. So moving on from the cycling, how did the Ironman um, yeah. come about? Had you heard about triathlon before, or? Yes, uh, a couple of lads who I work with, uh, a lad called Steve Clark. He runs a uh, triathlon team called Off the Couch Fitness. Basically, I, w- I was just talking to him one day, and he was like, "I oh, like you try like brick sprint." Obviously, you do sixteen hundred meters in the pool and a quick blast out on the back, and then a five k run. So, just tried it. I literally had. No proper cycling shoes. I had like the cages on me on my bike and everything. I rocked up so unprepared, hmm. and I, I just went from there. To be honest, um, did that, enjoyed it, and then a lot of our friends they did um, Ironman Bolton. I'd say it'd be 2018, um, and I thought, you know, I've never really thought about doing an Ironman. It's a hell of a long way. <laughs> Number one, yeah. I've done 100 miles on my bike. I do that every day if I have to. But like, I've always been able to swim, but to swim two and a half miles, I've never done it. Yeah. Um, it, so I think one of my mates from uh, Off the Couch Fitness was like, hey, just, I've just done Bolton. Come do it with me next year. I was like, yeah, be all right. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll <laughs> win this one. And then little did I know, it was just, it was mad. But my me, me coach said, I'd have to get like, get a couple of sprint triathlons in, get a, a couple of half distance, um, like 70s in. And I did Yorkshireman, I think just up near Ripon, about mm-hmm. maybe three months before Ironman. And I finished that and I thought, God, I've got to double everything of that. And Bolton's 10,000 feet of climbing on the bike. Yeah, I'm in for a tough ride on that day, I think. Um, but yeah, no, just rocked up to Bolton, and yeah, there was a big team of us, so it was quite, it was quite good, really. They had a lot of, um, a lot of support. I'd say there was nearly 20 of us that did it that day. I think for a bucket list, I'd definitely say do it. Like, it's the best thing. What a feeling! But for them, seven months leading up to it, I had about in the total of about seven days off mm-hmm. out of seven months, and. We were quite fortunate because uh, like our little boy he went to school, so I used to drop him off, then go through five hours of riding off, three hours of running, then pick him up. But you, you just got to be dedicated. It's yeah. crazy. It really is. So yeah. Well, well done for doing that. So yes. how did you <laughs> so you you were part of this um off the couch club then? Yeah. And um you've got coached by them as well, have you? Yes, yeah, yeah. From Pretty much from day one, a lad called yeah. Steve Clark coaches us. Yeah, yeah. So that's good, good, uh, good support to have. And it sounds like they're a big, big concern. So 
it's good to have a lot of people around you for the support, especially when you're doing the longer distances. So, so tell yeah, me a little sorry. bit about how you found, obviously you'd have found out about qualification through those guys for age group, did you? Right. Yeah, well, I stumbled across it, to be honest with you. It's, it's quite, I'd say it's quite comical. I just entered, uh, which one was it? Croft, Duathlon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would have been maybe last, maybe last April. And when I filled it in, um, they asked me, obviously, on the registration form, if you want to uh, go for qualification for GB. So I ticked the box and I was like, that's it. That's me done. I'm, I'm going to go in. I went and I trained and I finished fifth in my age group. Um, and my coach texted me as a car, great effort. You've got a good chance of being in um, a roll down place for GB. Did you pay your money? And I was like, pay my money? What, what do you want about paying my money? I just ticked the box. Anyway, it turned out I didn't pay me £10 registration fee, did I? Yeah. So uh, I was a bit annoyed with myself, to be honest. And no one had really spoken to me about it. I got the people who we knock about with, they've all qualified for GB um, through triathlons, so like free triathlons, but no one's ever meant, never, no one ever mentioned that I had to pay any money. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I uh, I emailed them. I was like, I'm really sorry, but can I pay my money now? And they were like, I don't understand. And they were like, no, <laughs> you're not paying your money now because it's not throwing everyone else. Um, so at that point, in my head, I thought, well, if, if I'm finishing fifth in my age group and now someone's spoken to me about it, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. So I went for it. And I pretty much, I, we just had a baby as well. Um, so Congratulations. my Mrs. Zoe was saying, like, if you're going to go for it, thank you very much. Um, Zoe basically said to me, if you're going to go for it, you go for it now whilst Maeve's really young. Yeah. So I just, I smashed out all the TTs in the local area. I was PBing at Pat Run every week. Um, and I come to all the qualification races. And yeah, they were quite, they were tough because obviously I'd never really thought about doing it. And that, I started to get really friendly with a couple of lads rock, all rocking up to the same races and we're all going for the same goals but different age groups and stuff. Uh, and I ended up doing quite well. I mean, I'm, I would have loved to have qualified automatically. Like, I would come in in the top three, but I did Columbia Park and I finished maybe fourth or fifth. Um, I did Alton Park in September. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, that would have been October, Alton Park, and I finished fifth or sixth in my age group there. And I just, I'm looking at it, and to finish third, I'm like two, two or three minutes off, but yeah. in such a short space of time, then two or three minutes on a 5K race is me knocking, I don't know, nearly 30 seconds a mile off. And when you're doing them, you're pushing your body anyway, you do it. So, like, I did a maybe an 18.35k, but the lad who won my age group did a 16.15, and I'm thinking, I've got to pull three minutes out of here, mm-hmm. I, and I'm already at my limit. So, but it's just good, isn't it? It'll, it? It pushes you. And for me to try and get third spot now is just my goal. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not forced first or second, but to, to get the third spot and qualify automatic, now I know how British triathlon works and how I register and pay my money and stuff. That's it. It's, it's a real, um, I'd say it, it's a big goal, a huge goal to be honest with you, to try and get there. At this stage as well, I mean, I think my age group is one of the most competitive. I think for the world, there was 40 people in my age group mm-hmm. that entered for it. Yeah. So yeah. it's mad. And yeah, yeah it's... It, the next, the next big age group maybe says you're looking at maybe 45 to 50. So there's another big gap um, where it's not as busy. But for my age group and then the next one above it, it's quite competitive, definitely. Um, and they were both duathlons with a Clumber and Alton, yeah? Yeah, and I did uh, Darley Moor as well. I, right. I, I, I did a practice one at Darley Moor just to get the, um, at the course in my head. But actually, it, it's just a triangle at Dalimar. So it's just, yeah. you run around the outside of it, you bike on the inside of it, and then again. So when I got that, and then the qualification was maybe September time, 
I wanted to go under an hour. I did an hour and one minute in March last year, and I ended up doing 57.40. So in the space of six, seven months, I'd knocked four minutes off, which I was I was over the moon about, to be honest. Yeah. So were they all, all three of those with the qualification races then? Yeah, the Columba Park, Alton Park... And Dali Moore, yes, they were, yeah. yeah. They were all qualification so races. So you've got a good chance then of a... Have you looked at what other people's times are and worked out whether you've, you'll realistically get a roll down? Yeah, so I've had a lot and I'm 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 in the... I think it's like 120% of the winner. Yeah. Well, you need to be 115, isn't it? And Europeans... Yeah, and I, I got... Um, for the world, I was 113%. Right. And so then for the Europeans, I was 110%, I think. Right, right. Yeah, because obviously the, the closer you are, the better uh, chance you've got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it's crazy, really, because the, it's such a long time since I we did the qualifications, but... I um, I had an email from them and they said that they had to wait till the end of January for letting people from the Alamann, Wales and Scotland mm. do all their races as well, purely simply because they weren't allowed out of the country to race. Um, so yes. obviously their races weren't the ones that British Triathlon set out. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's it's not normal times, has it, mm. the last couple of years. It's been a bit a bit oh, strange no, no, to say oh, the least. No. Um, so I yeah. suppose you've got to, you know, you've got to just take it as it comes, haven't you? And just it is what it is. Yeah. Now. Um, yeah. But hopefully, from twenty twenty three, it all goes back to normal, and there's no rollovers to the next years or anything. Yeah. Just, so. Yeah. 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 Well, I, saw I mean, that it, the other day. Yeah, it all sounds promising, doesn't it? From what you've done. Um, Fingers one crossed. Of these, I mean, <laughs> one of these, one of these might stick. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so uh, in, <laughs> that that puts me in a bit of a, a, a bit of a tricky position then, because obviously I was looking, I was asking for people to come on who were trying to qualify. And All right, okay. And, and obviously you've already done that. I was just going to say the only reason. Well, I, I obviously sent you an email back just because I've not heard anything, and I kind of, I kind of felt like nothing really was going to happen. So yeah, like my aim now. But what I'm training for now is for yeah. 2023, not to not to go to Romania or to build bow in September. It's for whatever happens in in a year's time, really. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough. So, what are you looking to race this year then to qualify, and what races are you looking to qualify for? So I'm down to do uh, Mallory Park. Right, she's in uh, the the sixth of sixth of March. Yes, I'm down for doing Mallory. Um, yeah. I can't. I'm not doing the Alton Park one because it's my little girl's first birthday. And oh, bless my you. missus would rip my head off if I missed yeah. that. Quite right. <laughs> um, and then um, Clumber Park because it's, it's around the corner from us. Really, it's a less than an hour yeah. away from where yeah. we are doing that. And then there's another one down. I think it's Reading. Uh, a little okay. bit later on in the year, I forgot what that one's called. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at going to do that one as well. That's a, cool. that's on the race circuit. I've never never come across that one before. Right, right, okay. Uh, but these are all duathlons, yeah. You're not doing any triathlons. Uh, at a minute, um, I am doing. Oh, yeah, sorry, I am doing a triathlon. I am doing the Portugal one. Uh, I'm doing the seventy point three in October. Cool. So, could you put your time in to qualify if it was a good time? Uh, I will be, if hopefully, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah cool. I will try my best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, well, why not? We've got, we've got, we've had two, we've had, yeah, we had two girls qualify for um, from from Staffordshire last year, and they've gone to the world, I think, in Utah, seeing the good. Seeing the two girls go, being able, they were going to New Zealand, but they moved it to Utah to see them. Just how ecstatic they were at making it, it, it just gives you a bit of a kick yeah. on the backside because I feel like it's really, it's really tough for the men to qualify, 
I really do. I think it's, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? And, <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks their own age group's really tough. Yeah, it's mad. And you know what? Um, but we <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had one lad qualify um, for triathlon in our team for, for GB. That's it. Yeah. Um, one lad and the coach who qualified. All the others we've had this year, I think there's 10 girls who have all qualified to go to Bilbao in triathlon and sprint triathlon. We've just had a girl come back. She did, she was down to do Bermuda, but she ended up right. going to Spain. So all the, like you say, like they've all just rolled over. So yeah, we've yeah. got 10 girls like qualifying or representing Great Britain in her age group and then two girls going to Utah for the World Championship. So it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And the boys yeah, just good... have the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, good, it's a good mix to be in, isn't it? A good group to be in to oh, get yeah. knowledge and, you know, yeah. find out information and things and, and actually have, have some support when you're over there as well, which is really important. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. definitely. Cool. So um, I think that's all, all we need, really. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for your time. No worries. Thank you for agreeing to do it. Um, and great to meet you. No Somebody worries. local. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Around the corner. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you ever so much. Really nice to meet you. And good luck with your training. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, Fingers mate. crossed, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, OK. We'll speak soon. Thank you. Take care. Ciao, bye-bye. Bye, mate. Hi, Rich. Hope uh, you're all right. Um, I know it's a few days after I spoke to you, but um, I'm, I'm at work now to be able to uh, send you a little bit for, uh, for the podcast. Um, just having a little thinking. I know I've got my GB qualification this week, but I'd like to talk about last year, really. Obviously, with it being the next generation, I'd, I'd rather talk about what I went through last year and how my training went um, to get that GB qualification instead of basically saying, oh, I've got it now and this is, this is what it means to me. Uh, so basically, uh, last year, I entered um, Croft Duathlon. It was a sprint duathlon. Ticked the box on the website where it said register for GB. Um, Never really done a, a closed circuit sprint triathlon before, so I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, it's a, a closed race circuit. Croft, quite well known in uh, the car driving, car racing, motorbike racing circuits as well. Um, so, turned up quite early in the morning, actually, about nine o'clock start, I believe, because the standard was at about between 11 and 12. And uh, I, I'd say I'd like to, I'd like to. Uh, I've put a lot of effort into this into this race on the lead-up. It was on the first races of the year. So concentrated on speed work for the first three miles, obviously TT work, and then uh, the mile and a half one afterwards. Um, so it comes to race day, uh, feeling pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, kind of taking it all in my stride. Like I said, never really raced on a closed circuit before. Um, the run, the three-mile run, was on a uh, an old runway, so it was quite it was quite nice, really nice and flat. It was actually a really nice morning. But I didn't really have any expectations of. I didn't really have uh, any expectation of how it was going to go. I was just going to go and do my own thing and see how we got on from there. Um, so uh, during COVID times, really, so they were setting us off every five seconds separate uh, mix. So you weren't setting off in waves of your age group. So I didn't really have a clue where where the people in my age group were. And so, like I say, it was just to run my own race. So I set off, did the three miles, and uh, clocked my watch pretty pretty quick, three miles, to be honest with you, for me. At that time of year, I was... I was quite surprised. Quite happy. Right, have we got an input? Yes, we have.
Have we got an input? Yes, we have. Two iPhone. Connected to iPhone. Which is four minutes long. Uh, yeah, just going on with uh, the bike circuit at Croft. And like I say, if anyone's ever done Croft or looking to do Croft, the home straight is downhill. It's really quick into the first two corners. Um, I think I clocked myself at one point in about 32 mile an hour going into that first corner. And like I say, there was loads of people that uh, when it was bunching up around the corners, it was quite difficult, but it felt good. Like I said, the day was quite calm, not much wind. And uh, yeah, the, the six or seven laps, they, they flew by, and I felt really good. Uh, onto the second run, 1.5 miles coming off the bike. And uh, when I saw, I felt really good, but got to about, got to about a K into it. And I think that's where I knew that I'd pushed a little bit too much on the bike because the legs started to feel like I was running into a treacle, even though I was looking at my watch, you know, I was still doing sub seven minutes for that mile. Um, but it, I turned round to come back you know, the second part of the, uh, the mile and a half and it was uh, and uh, yeah that's the, the, the second half of that mile and a half was quite tough across uh, the line I thought I did quite well to be interviewed. I was it was over. I was absolutely shattered, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know if you got told by a British triathlon if you were to qualify there. And then I knew the top three were automatic, but I was just very naive to how, how dedicated and how professional it was for an amateur way, for an amateur qualifier, for an age group. Uh, yeah, I um, trundled off home and thought I did all right. And I uh, got a message a bit later on from my triathlon coach saying, uh, looks like you've done really well. I'd be qualified for Great Britain. I, I, I said to him, I, I haven't got a clue. Uh, he said, did you pay your £10 registration for Great Britain? And uh, unfortunately, I hadn't. So maybe if I'd have paid my £10 and with the full British triathlon instructions, I might have actually qualified back then instead of having to wait until October. But just having that little conversation with my triathlon coach gave me a bit of a, a bit of a boost. It was a case of, oh, I've actually done all right here for my age group. Um, let's get cracked on. So that was it. Um, so that year, dedicated every single training session. Every time I went to eat, making sure I didn't eat too much sugar, I stopped drinking for eight months. Everything was all dedicated to just a sprint triathlon because I thought I was pretty good at it. Um, there was a couple more coming up throughout the year, and I, I took part in them, and like I say, Alton Park, I took part in as well, but keeping on top of the diet was really tough. But I had that goal, and I didn't defer from any to end at that goal. I didn't do any marathons, any half marathons. I did do um, an Ironman half um, Staffordshire appealing to me because it was a follow-on from the year before. Uh, and then, yeah, like I say, um, this time last week, I got the uh, I got the nod from British Triathlon to tell me that I qualified for uh, Bill Bow in September in the sprint distance. Uh, absolutely over the moon. What a hell of an achievement. I'm very, very proud to represent my country. Um, and that's about it. Thank you very much. Hi, Rich. Can you hear me? I can hear you and I can see you. Perfect. Hi. How are you doing? You okay? I'm very well. How are you? And thank you for yeah. doing this and welcome along to Am. No, no worries at all. No, it's good. Let me just sort this camera out. Yeah. So, yeah. No. How are you doing? You okay? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. Um, good. You're working at the moment? <laughs> I am, yeah. No, it's fine. What is yeah, it you do? Uh, I'm a senior production manager for Greater Anglia. Greater Anglia? What do they do? Yeah. So, down in... Um, well, we, we run trains all over Norfolk, Suffolk, Essex, Cambridgeshire. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I, we predominantly work on the North Fleet, um, which we're based out of Norwich. So I'm at Crown Point Depot in Norwich. So. Yeah, is that where you live? 
Yeah. Uh, no, I actually live in Stowmarket in Suffolk, and then I commute up on train. Okay. So, yeah. so um, thank you for reaching on, like I said, and uh, agreeing to do this qualification race, which in your instance is the middle distance. Yeah. So my, yeah, mine's yeah, mine will be box end this year for the yeah. middle distance. So yeah. Is that Wales or Europeans? I'm just I'm I'm going for the European at the minute. Right. Because I'm I'm only actually really in my first um, proper year of triathlon. Right. Um, I've always been a cyclist, purely a cyclist previous, um, yeah. and made the switch last year because uh, yeah. I was getting a bit bored. Uh, and yeah, it's gone it's gone much much better than what I thought, and uh, I'm a, a well ahead of the curve where I thought I would be. Um, so yeah, I thought I, I thought September would be good. Uh, I've already had a middle distance hit out this year in Jan, which went well. I got second. Straight out, straight after Christmas, yeah. um, with I did that in what? So that was ten k, sixty four, ten k, and I did that in sub three and a half hours, and that was straight after Christmas. So that, I was happy with that, um, yeah. and that was just on my road bike as well. I didn't do it on my TT bike, um, yeah. so uh, yeah, no. So yeah, uh, after that, I've got Ironman UK uh, yeah, in so July. Yeah, uh, that's the biggie. That's I class that. I'd actually say that's my A race to be fair, because um, I really want to get the the initial target was sub eleven, but again, the way things are going, um, I don't think uh, sub tens um, out of the possibility out completely out the window. It just depends on how my swimming goes to be fair. So all the way back, um, come from a fairly um, uh, underprivileged family, single mum, did her best. Uh, bless her. But I didn't have many prospects when I was younger. Um, so I, what I did is I joined the army at 15. Literally, as soon as I could get in, I did. So I was 15 and seven months, literally right on the min age. Um, and uh, joined as an apprentice, as they called it back then, or a junior soldier. Because obviously, until you're 18, you can't actually be classed as a fully serving soldier. So you don't deploy or anything, but you can go through training. So I spent a year at um, the foundation college up in Harrogate. Um, yeah. After, a, a, and obviously, sorry, and I grew up in a, a, just outside of Bolton in the northwest, a little, t- a little right. village called Ramsbottom. That's where yeah. I actually come from. So, went over to Harrogate um, to do my, I did a year there. So, I came out of there as a fully qualified soldier with some MVQs in engineering. Uh, and then um, I then went on to do my trade training. So, as I joined as an avionics technician, so I was still training. Uh, doing running. I wasn't cycling then. I was swimming and running um, and keeping fit for the army. I became an avionics technician uh, and then spent the next sort of um, four to five years uh, doing the training and then getting to my field unit and learning how to be an avionics technician and being a soldier. Um, I then deployed to Afghanistan in 2011, went there for eight months. Um, when I got back from there, they sent me straight to uh, Libya on a ship. Uh, you might remember when Gaddafi kicked off. Um, it, it, that was 2012, 13, that was. So again, another seven or eight months deployed then. Um, and then when I got back from there, I was sort of um, starting to get serious with my now wife. Um, uh, uh, 10 years next year. Can't believe that where that's gone. And Congratulations. Then, yeah, yeah, 10 years. And then, so I decided... say that. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided that I was going to get out uh, and then I, I went and got a job um, on the railway. That's my first railway job. So just basically right. from fixing helicopters to fixing trains. Uh, did a f- yeah, did the f- odd few uh, jobs here and there. And then it, it just worked my way up through the various companies. So that's me as work, as far as training. So I started cycling probably about 10 years ago. Um, I borrowed a mountain bike, as most people do, off my uh, father-in-law at the time, actually, and rode it about seven miles. And I absolutely loved it. And I literally was bitten from then. I was like, I need to get a proper bike, you know. So went off to Evan Cycles and bought myself a Cannondale Cad 8 with Claris on it. I still remember it vividly. Boggo wheels, Claris 8-speed on it. I absolutely love that bike. Yeah, aluminium frame, Cannondale Cad 8, loved it. And uh, uh, I was actually living in Crawley at the time. Uh, and I remember riding it around there, loved it. Went and joined my first cycling club. That was Crawley Wheelers. Uh, went on my first group ride. So I remember doing 40 miles. It used to be like a massive day out for me. You know, 40 miles and that would be me, you know, proper once a week type rider. And then, um, uh, and then what happened then really? Yeah, so I moved back to Suffolk. And then 
uh, one day I was thinking, I need a bit of a challenge. So I think this was in 2016. And I was like, I'm going to do the Dragon Ride. Uh, do you know the, the big sportive over on yeah, the Brecon Beacons? Yeah, oh, 189 mile, over 5,000 metres of climbing. Proper, proper day out that was. Um, so that's when I first started doing proper training, I'd call it. You know, your structured training. Um, trained for that. Got round it in about 14 hours it took me to get round that. I think I did it in about an average of 14 mile an hour. Um and again, I was like, I felt like I did, it was a good outing, but I thought I can do better than that. So that's when I decided to start uh, looking towards racing and got my first coach. So um, right. I got my, I got a coach. Uh, I actually still coached by that person is uh, Jason Battle uh, by a com- uh, his company's performancecoaching.me. Uh, he okay. still coaches me today. So I, I, so from there, I was like, right. Um, so this is in 2017. So through the summer, I carried on training did my first road race, like cycling road racing, uh, September 2017. Didn't finish, got dropped after about two laps. Knew there was a long way to go. But at the time, I was leaving a job and I, it was, I was fortunate enough. They put me on three months gardening leave for my notice. So 2017, the back end of that, I basically had three months off work and I could train full time. I had a coach and I literally trained full time. I dropped 15 kilos in body weight. I became as fit as a fiddle. Um, and then... Uh, all through the winter, had to start a new job in January 2018, but I carried the fitness through to that year. And that's when I, I literally first race, uh, won it, second race, got the points to become a cat three. Took me two races by the time I'd actually trained properly. So then I was a full blood, full blooded cat three racer. Did a really good year. I think I got to about 35 points, but I missed a couple of races. So I just missed out on my cat two in my first year of racing. And it sort of carried on from there. Um, and then uh, in the back end of the summer 2018, I got a bad bout of depression uh, and basically stopped riding completely. Don't know what happened, just completely. No, no random reason for that. Then. Nope, couldn't explain it. Proper. And that was, it, it took me 14 months to get back on a bike. Had you any history of, of that mental nope. illness before that? Nothing. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, don't even to this day. I still manage it now. I haven't got rid of it completely. I have up and down days, but like that was the it literally completely derailed me back in 2018, and um, I don't really know to this day. Uh, then um, I did a little. So that's so back in 2019 is when I first started doing multi sport. Then because I, I was coming, I was getting better, I was getting healthier, but then I was like, I don't really know what to do, and I didn't really want to go back to just cycling. So I started doing swim, biking, and running only yeah. gently um, introducing myself to brick workouts that sort of thing you can't tie that type of training in with other people you know um, with, with family life as well it's just not it's not it's, that, that, that's right I mean a lot of the time other than a Sunday morning where I'll try and get out with the club to do my long endurance ride on a Sunday morning like the majority of people do to, to try and break up the four to six hour rides a lot of the time like my swims we'll come onto it but my swims are always super early because I, I get into Norwich and do them uh, between 7am and half 8 in the morning. I run on my lunch breaks uh, to get my runs in. Uh, and then in the evenings, I'm doing my bikes and generally, especially in the winter, on the trainer. Uh, so, but um, 2019 started. Again, I had another dip. Left the bike again for another six months and I ballooned uh, to 108 kilo, kilograms, I think I did, at the back end of 2019. I'd done no fizz at all. And then... Uh, it was one of them where we was like, I'm going to have a bit of a blowout this Christmas. Got back to race shape by the end of the summer 20. Um, started racing again the back end of 2020. Uh, had another fairly good season as a cat three. Didn't quite make cat two again. And then, but that was through the pandemic. And actually, I, it was the best time for me because I didn't have any distractions. I was just at work uh, at work at home. So if it yeah. just paused the work and I got training, it was brilliant for me. I got in, the, it got in great shape. Then... Christmas hit again, uh, fairly chilled. Right, so then 2021. Um, didn't really have a uh, winter. I just sort of like ticked over. I didn't really do, I didn't really do any build phase or any proper training. I just sort of like did a bit here, did a bit there. And then I come out of 2021, not in the best shape. Um, had a bit of a poor um, spring. Uh, decided I didn't want to race the bike anymore. Uh, and then that's when I turned my eye to multi-sport and I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to give that another whirl because I needed something to break it up and I'm not one to do things by half. So what, <laughs> in August 2021, I, I, I've always I've always known Ironman Bolton was there. 
And I was like, oh, you know yeah. what, I'm gonna, I'm doing it. I'm, as I'm, I'm doing it. I'm committing this year. So I had a good base. I mean, I weren't in my best shape. But I weren't unfit either. I was just in, in. I was in okay shape, ready to hit this thing with a vengeance. So, um, started running in September. Absolute shock to the system. Body didn't know what it was doing because I've just spent the last two years training it to ride a bike properly. Do you know what I mean? So I, the biking's my strength. I absolutely smashed the bike. Um, you know, and it was funny, just a little side note, I was at, I was at the Essex Duathlon and the guys were like, bloody hell, you on that bike? I was like, I'm a cyclist. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm like, I can't run. You know, I can get round. But I was like, they were like, you just cannot get with you on the bike. I was like, that's my strength. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, if you keep with me on a bike, you are in good nick. And I mean that. So yeah. I was like, right. So started running, uh, building, building, building. Bit of an, a bit of a setback. Uh, in 21 uh, November because I developed shin splints quite badly in my left leg as most runners do at some point but I got bad um, so I had to take two weeks off over Christmas off the running so I went into Essex Duathlon this year in Jan um, in really bad run form but I still did a 40 minute 10k followed by a 44 minute after doing the bike so I, I was like that, 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 that's after five months yeah I was like that's after five months I'd only been yeah. running five months properly like actually running training running um, so I was like, I'll take that, and I'm, uh, you know what I mean, and, and building from there. So, um, so where are we at now? We're in Feb now. So yeah, that's a month yeah. after my last race, and I'm just going for a massive build phase at the moment. Just yeah. massive build phase, yeah. So loads of volume, um, nothing really too um, high intensity. Did a little bit yesterday. Um, it was just a, a minute, I think minute in zone five, um, three minute a minute recovery, three minutes in zone at threshold minute recovery and then 10 watts lower than threshold for six minutes three times that was the only intensity i'm doing at the minute other than that it's just sub, it's just sweet spot or in our zone two that's it that's all i'm doing next one next race for me this year is saint neots triathlon at that point in the season the distance i'm doing more than that in training like i've got a brick session sunday and i'm doing a 50 55 mile ride followed by 11 mile brick so i'm already doing more in training than i am in a race anyway so it's just more just getting back the number you know putting a race number on you know what it's like you know it's nothing yeah. you can't replicate the effort of a race than you yeah. can train and you can't do it so yeah that's a good mm. uh, a good way to look at it actually and in that race scenario you can look at transitions and all yeah. the other little bits that go around you can't you so yeah, yeah. It's worthwhile, absolutely. So. um so you've got to get the numbers pinned on because the efforts are just different it doesn't matter like you know i, I don't believe in this cat uh, you know you know a race b race for me if i'm at a race i'm giving it as, as hard as i can give it i will race it as hard as i can i don't believe in that like because you know it doesn't matter unless you've trained right for it, i won't bother i'm very much to the point if you're going to race taper for it properly and actually give it your best shot because you know give it give the respect to your other competitors as well because it might be their a race do you know what i mean and, yeah, yeah. you know they could be the better man on the day and if they do beat you're going to shake their hand you know, because, you know, they beat you on the day. Don't go, don't go. Oh, I've trained right through or anything like that. Go and shake their hand and say, good job. Do you know what I mean? So when's, yeah. um, when's Bolton? What Bolton's, Bolton? a Bolton's the 3rd of July. Yeah. And that's full distance. So that's full iron, man. That is real. Right. Well, I think um, I've got everything I need there. Um, thank you again for taking the time out of your day. You've been no, here. I like it. No, it's good. Introducing yourself. Really appreciate it. No worries, um, Rich. No. And like I say, any time, mate. Looking forward to your journey, man. No, it'd be good. No, it'd be good. Yeah, no, we'll catch up again soon, Rich. All right, take care. Yeah, all right, mate. Thanks for, for the time. Soon. Cheers. Cheers, Rich. See you later. Cheers, Bye. mate. Same as um, last week, so I'm going to run through it. And the reason I do it like this is to fit in around work and life. So Monday um, is a hour run at my lunch break. That's a tempo run. And then I did an hour and a half on the bike, which was a threshold session. That was an absolute beast this time. Probably, I think it was nearly 50 minutes out of an hour and a half was at threshold. Um, that was a really tough session. Tuesday, swim in the morning. Um, that'll be a pyramid set. Uh, so endurance type um, strength building. And then I'm going to do <clears throat> a rest and yoga for recovery. Um, I don't really tend to do massages or massage guns. Just do a lot of stretching. Um you know, keep on top of the um, uh, hip flexors and calves just to make sure they're all nice and loose. Right, Wednesday, uh, swim in the morning and then another run at lunch, but that's a easier run, so that's more zone two. 
Thursday, another threshold session on the bike, uh, an hour and a quarter. So that's um, sort of long threshold uh, intervals uh, in the Ludi by decreasing rest. Friday, uh, final swim of the week. Uh, that will be a drill style session. So just really concentrating on my stroke, focusing on that. And then uh, another tempo run, but this will be an hour and 10 minute tempo run. Now this weekend, I've got a fairly big weekend. So I've got... Um, on Saturday, I'm going to be doing a two and a half hour brick followed by a 10.6 mile run. So this will be the first of the year of sort of an IM pace, uh, IM pace simulation. Um, so that's going to be really good. And then Sunday, weather dependent, because um, it's going to be pretty poor, you're just looking at a four hour endurance ride. So to fuel all that on a normal basis, I normally wake up, have a bagel with some peanut butter on. That's just to get me going before my swims and everything. Post swim. I normally have overnight oats, um, that's 50 grams of oats with 100 grams of yoghurt and a little bit of milk to loosen it uh, with a banana. Lunch, so a couple of lunch examples like today, I'm on chicken risotto for lunch with a uh, broccoli uh, protein pouch. The macros on that are fantastic, it's 142 calories and 25 grams of protein, so they're absolutely fantastic. Um, and then in the afternoon I have sort of a fruit bowl. Uh, just strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, uh, some like tinned peaches, tinned mixed fruit. Um, and that um, goes with a sprinkling of homemade granola and a couple of tablespoons of yogurt. So throughout the day up until dinner time, I really try and keep on top of the protein and the carbs, especially if I've got another session in the evening. And then again, another example dinner for me tonight is going to be I'm having chili con carne and pasta but we um we're vegetarian in this house so tend to um tend to do with corn mints which again nice low fat protein option so one thing that i have really changed since i started doing the iron man um is that i eat a lot more protein i i, I don't think i was eating enough before um still eating anywhere between 300 to 500 grams of carbs in a day uh depending on what training's going on um, even if it's probably overfueling for, for that day, over the week I'll generally find I'll need it because I, I can always tell by the time I get to the weekend, particularly Friday night at the end of the working week, if I've dropped my carbs down too low, I really just feel awful, uh, not ready for the week, end of training. Sometimes it can be over six hours. So, yeah, that's, um, that's me for last week. I'll, um, I'll check in again at the end of this week and I'll tell you how I feel after the break this weekend. Cheers. So I hope you enjoyed that. That's a little insight into our three athletes um, that we're going to be following on this AMP Next Gen uh, podcast. And uh, a little insight there from both Rosalind and Will, just some little audio diaries um, on a weekly basis. So it'll uh, give everybody a good insight into what they actually do and how they're progressing. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope you stick with us and tell all your friends about it. And um, give, like I said, give them lots of support and encouragement on social media, which I'll now let you know what, um, how you can follow them. So Rosalind on uh, Instagram is Rosalind underscore DJ. Aaron is Aaron underscore Dawes, D-A-W-S. And Will is w1ll underscore cunningham and you can find them on there um, and the other thing with will he's got uh, like he mentioned there i think um or maybe he didn't the other thing with will he has a blog page and it's um a really good blog page actually um puts a lot of work into it and one of my friends is doing Ironman Bolton and Will had done a detailed race um, recce about Ironman Bolton because he'd already done it before and again, like we said, he's going to do it again. Um, so if you want to um, have a look at Will's blog page, it's www.9to5ironmantriathlon.co.uk and um, yeah, you can find him on there. So thank you once again for your support and uh, listening to this new podcast. Um, if you want to get in touch, it's exactly the same as the uh, standard AMP podcast. Uh, email is agegroupmultisportpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, 
You can follow us on Instagram at amp underscore nineteen sixty seven. You can follow us on Facebook at AmpGB. Um, if you want to listen to the podcasts, we're on all the uh, podcast platforms, but you can find them on our YouTube site, which is AmpGB, and also on our website, which is the Age Group Multisport Podcast dot Buzzsprout dot com. And Twitter, we're on Age Group Multisport Podcast. So get in touch, leave us some reviews because they all help to uh, getting us a bigger audience. Uh, you can subscribe to our channels and that would be fantastic. Uh, and that's about it for this first episode of Age Group Next Gen. Hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, stay safe, keep training, and love the process. Thank you.